0: Hey.
1: Hey, here we are.
0: Yeah. Bonus episode. Um, yeah. Um, bonus might be too cheery of a word for it. Yeah, more it, like
1: emergency episode.
0: Yeah. Um, we're just here to reiterate some points. And um, the first one is very obvious, is that Black Lives Matter.
1: Yes, they do. Black Lives Matter. That's uh, kind of what we're here to talk about is the recent, uh, the recent eruption of uh, police violence across the across the country now. Yeah. Originally centered in Minneapolis over the murder of George Floyd uh, by Minneapolis police. Obviously that being just kind of the the spark, the spark that sets the fire to, to anger over so much more than that. So many more uh, police killing uh, police killings of of black people.
0: Yeah. I, I think one of the things that I've been most affected by is that, you know, we we already did this and, you know, we've done this so many times and it just it is really disheartening just to have to just go through this over and over again. And the fact is that, like, this has been happening for, you know, as long as the police have been around, this has been happening. Mm-hmm. It's just now we have phones that can capture it. Yeah. And even that isn't enough to convict these fuckers. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, yeah. To convict them, to convict them of enough to, I mean, Chauvin, this guy that, that murdered George Floyd is getting charged with and this is assuming that even that the charges stick because it's so hard yeah. to convict a a cop in this country uh it's third degree right? murder and manslaughter yeah i think Jesus. is what they're putting them up on
0: yeah, how do you how do you accidentally kneel on someone for eight minutes like if you've seen i have not seen the video because i don't have the stomach for it but there's no way like, yeah
1: at some point you have to be making the decision that this guy could die you know <sighs> yeah and obviously yeah. the the autopsy that they did in-house has something suspicious going on about it because they say, oh, well, it's not necessarily oh, yeah. strangulation. It's about.
0: Oh, the, the pre-consisting. Yeah. And, yeah. Oh, my gosh. They did the same thing with, um, I think it was Freddie Gray. Yeah, Freddie
1: Gray riding in the back. Being, in the,
0: being obese or something.
1: Something. Oh, uh, you think thinking Eric Garner, maybe?
0: Eric, Yeah, I think it was Eric Garner. Sorry. Uh, um, Yeah, which as a fat person just made me so mad.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: You know, it's just. Saw, it's just. I saw Ridiculous. a tweet that put it
1: pretty well, which was, uh, you know, Jesus Christ died from, uh, getting nailed to a cross and, uh, related health circumstances. Yeah. And high uh-huh. blood pressure. Or something yeah. like
0: that. I saw that too. That was, uh, no, it's insane. It's insane. The loops and the hoops, loops and hoops that these people will go through to make themselves, to absolve themselves of these, these murders. Cause that's what they are. Like even if someone did a crime, you can't just kill them. That's not how justice works.
1: And it's not like it's not just this case; it's so many other cases. Um, yeah. But I mean, I think that surprisingly, you know, at least liberal white America and maybe some even conservative voices kind of realized how outrageous this
0: particular this particular instance, instance was. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know
1: if we have to elaborate too much on how
0: yeah awful that was. I, I think we can all agree that was that was really bad. Um, I do want to go ahead and put it out there: we are both. Um, I mean, we're we're half not white but we're pretty white. I I look extremely white. Yeah, but can basically pass. Yeah. So, yeah, we are not experts on this. We're definitely not black. Um so definitely listen to black voices on this. Um uplift those. Um we're just it feels weird not to say anything. There's there's a term called white silence and I don't want to be a part of that. Um I think there's this fear of speaking out, um of using your platform to talk about these issues and I think it's bullshit and
1: Is that just like why people saying like, oh, it's not my problem or like
0: Um, I shouldn't
1: say anything. It's not people don't want to hear from me or what?
0: So it's a few things. I think some people don't feel qualified to speak on it. And like, I get that. And I I have definitely felt that way. And that's why I'm putting this caveat up here is like, hey, I'm not I'm not the expert, (laughs) which is, again, the premise of this podcast is I'm not the expert. But I think a lot of people don't do it because it's not i don't know i I think it's more comfortable for them not to not to Mm -hmm. i've noticed it a lot with like brands that are otherwise very vocal about like social justice um you know feminism stuff like that and they're not seeking up on this They think it's too controversial they think um you know as soon as you say something that kind of shows you is anti-cop you're gonna lose like people are losing followers and shit like that over this yeah so yeah and it's a dangerous sentiment to have in this country
1: Fair enough, yeah. We might lose a few of you guys by the end of this, but that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> we still love you and we welcome you back when you want to come Hear us
0: out, you know? Uh,
1: but I think, yeah, I, I, I think that white people should definitely, like you said, speak out and be allies on this. Uh, some of the weirder criticisms I see come from people who are saying like, oh, look, these people are doing this looting and they're, you know, look at these white people involved in this and uh, there are outside agitators and stuff coming in to our cities and doing this. Like, yeah that's just trying to keep you from solidarity with people who, who need your support, you know, like it's not your fight. Stay out. You know, mm-hmm. it's just about, you know, just about black people, which while that is the cause this, the, while while that is the cause that should be at the heart of it. I think everyone should, you know, stick with people who are oppressed.
0: Yeah. I, I think that's, that's definitely been a take that I've seen. I'm, I've, I've seen advice to people who are going to protest like, Hey, you are going and you're white don't start any violence because the black people will get blamed for it i think that's true
1: yeah that's a good idea um you are less likely to be i don't know if you've ever seen the pictures of like the maga guys and stuff you know when they are like all up on a cop with like and they have an Mm -hmm. ar-15 on their back or something oh yeah it's like yeah if this was a black guy he would have been killed like oh absolutely um you don't want to provoke stuff because you might get out of it unscathed and somebody else might not you
0: know exactly exactly Um,
1: one of the big things we wanted to talk about, right, with all this is the cops, you know, because while there is rioting going on, I think it's in a lot of places, it seems to, uh, it seems to have crossed over into like a police,
0: riot. Yes. So, uh, the question of the day is why are cops bad?
1: Yeah. Why are cops bad? I think we're both in agreement that in some respects, cops are bad. Um, at least, you know, to some degree.
0: Yeah. Um, We all know murder's bad guys. (laughs) We figured that out.
1: And you might, you know, as a listener, you might be all the way to the side of, well, some bad apples, you know, Mm -hmm. or you might be fully anti-cop. We don't know, but we're going to talk about it and hopefully drag you around to
0: one of those sides. Let's talk about it.
1: Why are cops bad? Cops can use force justifiably against people. So they kind of have a, like a James Bond style license to kill (laughs) for one thing. They murder folks.
0: Yeah, I think one thing that I'm bothered by is is the term even police brutality because it's more than brutality. It's these are straight up murders, a lot of them.
1: Yeah, I mean police brutality would be if they roughed somebody up real bad while they were arresting them. You know, yeah, which it's also like happens.
0: Yeah, and that's also bad. Don't get me wrong, but it just it seems like a way of kind of putting it more gently. And I saw this zine on Instagram from Sarah Merk. Uh, it's M I R K, Sarah with an H um and it was on passive voice in terms of reporting on police violence um mm-hmm. and a lot of times you'll hear reports like um let me find it man died during arrest and it's like i mean somebody killed him <laughs> and just like dropped dead <laughs> on his own accord heart attack yeah yeah and, and you know the idea of saying like they were involved in use of force incidents instead of saying like yeah, they they fucking killed somebody.
1: Yeah, that's like the term, uh, which the media did not invent. Uh, police forces invented and fed to the media, and the media keeps using it because they're little toadies of the police. Mm-hmm. But uh, officer involved shooting.
0: Yes, that's a big one. officer
1: involved. Like he watched the shooting happen. <laughs> he encouraged one of the parties <laughs> he, he to shoot the other party. Chair. Like, yeah, what did he do? How, yeah, was, he how was he involved? Did yeah, he sell exactly. tickets? Like. <laughs> yeah no
0: there's there's and that language matters like it it definitely like you said i'm sure a lot of these come from statements that the police department makes themselves to make themselves seem like they're the good guys
1: it's pr yeah Mm -hmm.
0: yeah so yeah murders that's why cops are bad
1: you also have really bad stats uh in terms of what they do off the job uh, in terms of domestic violence numbers
0: it's not 40%. And that's just what that we know about.
1: 40% of cops families have reported domestic violence. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's, yeah, like you said, reported. Uh.
0: Yeah. And we, we all know, uh, you know, rape is a really underreported stat. Um, I would imagine domestic violence is similar. It's a really hard to come forward. Often because there's there's a lot of, like, psychological attachment to your abuser because abusers can be nice and then, and then they're not nice. You know, it's really hard to get that going basically
1: yeah and also concerns for personal safety
0: yeah fear for sure
1: and the most recent case with george floyd's murderer uh, derek chauvin uh his wife filed for divorce the very first day he was in police custody you know um there's probably a reason she didn't do that beforehand
0: yeah i'm i'm willing to bet there is
1: you know maybe those two are completely unrelated but <laughs> maybe <laughs> it not it
0: seems it seems unlikely
1: another reason cops are bad is they're upholding america's carceral state um we are you know a prison nation we've got more people in prison than anywhere else i think including
0: china right i think so and china's a way bigger country so like that's not great
1: yeah we say oh you know north korea they'll throw you in jail for anything you know oh you'll go to the gulag or (laughs) we're the the ones same here we're the (laughs) ones doing that you know massive slave labor camps
0: yeah we have like what 2.5 million people incarcerated something like that
1: yeah probably more
0: Probably more. I actually don't know. But yeah, no. It's definitely it's definitely a form of slavery because yeah these these prisoners are being forced to, you know, make license plates and do all this like backbreaking labor. Um, for most most states, it's for free. Some of them they get paid like a dollar or something obscenely yeah. low.
1: And you're right um, that it's literal slavery. Like the 13th Amendment outlaws slavery, except for specifically people convicted of crimes like so yeah <laughs> it's it's in the constitution as legal slavery
0: yeah and honestly it's like what is the goal with that you know i think you would have people saying like well these people deserve it they, they lost their chance at freedom and i'm like you can't take away somebody's freedom like that i don't think that's okay to do and i think that it just leads to more um crime and more the pe- people like it uh, leads to a completely disenchanted segment of the population that has no other choice but to go back into crime. Because even if you get out, like, you can't vote. You can't yeah. get most jobs. Like, you are you are now stuck in this, like, sub caste of society. Yeah. Like, there's like, no opportunity to better yourself.
1: It's like intentionally creating Marx's lumpen proletariat thing, you know? It's like forcing people into this underclass or something, this criminal. Yeah,
0: and it, it's like, what are they supposed to do? And, like, you can't just, like... You know, in a, in, I, I mean, I think for me, my goal would be like, okay, yeah, if someone did a crime, like, sure, mm-hmm. you know, we can, we can try to get them to not do more crime. That is what I would want to do. But by like forcing them into slave labor, surely at the end of this experience, they're going to be bitter as fuck and like understandably so. Yeah. Like sure. they're not going to want to like be part of society because it has not turned out well for them.
1: Yeah. And, you know, I guess cops don't technically have control over what the, what prisons are like and stuff. What yeah, that is, Department of Corrections things like they don't have control over that necessarily, but they sign up to get people to lock yeah, up their way away in that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's the thing. This, this whole conversation is a big systemic issue. You know, we could get into bail reform. We could get into incarceration as a whole. We could get into um, like the justice system and how like, What is it like only one out of three rapes like get convicted or something like that? Like, it's bad. I don't know the stat for it, but it's bad. Terrible. Like, cops will literally talk people out of pressing charges because they're like, it's not going to work unless you have this, this, this evidence, basically. Oh,
1: That's terrible.
0: It's real bad. So, yeah, that's a whole other kettle of fish. But right now, let's go back to cops.
1: But yeah, cops, you know, they're upholding all that. That's bad. Uh, Are all cops... Are all cops bad? Do you think all cops are bad?
0: I don't know. I mean, I'm scared of all cops. <laughs> I'll say that. Um, I'm always.
1: I don't know. I don't think careful. that all cops are bad people. Like,
0: yeah, I bet there are personally some nice cops, but yeah. I think here's the thing: is you don't you don't have to be a cop. <laughs> you could just not. You chose it.
1: Yeah. So I was going to say, you know, it doesn't require a bad person to do a bad thing. You know, they could mm-hmm. be good, but I think that yeah, if you made a choice to. Be a cop. you. I don't think it's a good choice to make. I don't think people should choose to do that.
0: That reminds me, um, kind of going back to some earlier points about, I guess, white allies and stuff. Uh, I think a lot of people will jump to saying, you know, I'm not racist. Um, and I think we should be more specific and say I'm anti-racist. So that's something yeah. I've been seeing online a lot. Like, I, people have this this notion of, like, I'm not racist means I I don't like... You know, I I don't think that brown people are bad, and <laughs> it's like congratulations, but you can still do racist shit. Yeah, um, you can still uphold racism in so many ways. Mm-hmm. So like we we have to be better, and that's what a lot of these people will defend them, themselves with, like that that fucking horrible woman that called the cops uh, on that guy in Central Park. Oh, like man, yeah, Meshie Cooper Bird or Helfer something. Was her name. Yeah, fucking. I think it was Amy. No, I don't remember her name. Yeah, but yeah, Cooper was her Loser. last name um she contends that she's not racist i'm like well you did a racist thing i don't yeah. care if like you don't identify as racist it doesn't matter you have
1: any li-. nazi tattoos like
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah like that's a low fucking bar like you have to hold yourself to a standard where you don't do racist things and if you do you apologize you make up for it you you do what you can to fix it it's not like a label it's not like a like an identity or like a I don't know how to describe it. It's not an intrinsic thing yeah. or a philosophy. Yeah. yeah. It's something you do and you perform every day.
1: Right. Yeah. I like that distinction because I think it is easy to say, yeah, I don't, I'm not personally a bigot, you know? <laughs> yeah. I don't,
0: I don't go around saying these people are better than these people. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah like, and I don't believe, okay, sure. You don't believe that. You don't nice, believe it. But, but what do you do? do you, how do
0: you act that out?
1: Yeah. So I think anti-racist is very useful to distinguish between that. And it kind of ties into people when they say, well, what about, you know, Black police officers or people of color who are cops or, or you know, we or need women, more women or cops. Or, yeah.
0: Yeah. We actually, we have a, we have a black woman police chief here in Dallas.
1: Uh yeah. Um, I don't know. I like good kind of, I mean, it can be, it can kind of <laughs> like
0: probably better.
1: <laughs> it can make things better. I think in the short term, right? Like make departments more aware.
0: Yeah. If they're actually from their community and they're not. And they're actually serving neighborhoods where they grew up in, and like I've heard that community policing is a lot better than regular policing, but also yeah. at the end of the day, they're still upholding laws that are bullshit, <laughs> like
1: yeah, and I mean that's not yeah i it's a, it's a i think a lot of people get tangled up because it's like it's not their fault, the laws they didn't make the laws, they're enforcing them, right, but, but they they
0: they signed up to do it,
1: <laughs> but you do sign up to it, yeah. Yeah, um, they didn't
0: wake up in the body of a cop one day like, oh, I must, I must police.
1: There's a song from the 60s or maybe the 70s or something by a guy named Donovan, uh, and it's called Universal Soldier.
0: Does he have just one name like Cher?
1: Yeah, I don't know if he has a, <laughs> that's a stage name. And it's just talking about, you know, soldiers, basically. It's you know the Universal Soldier, and he describes him as being from all these different places, fighting for all these different things. But without him, what war would actually happen? Nothing. You know, at the yep. end of the day, people sign up to be a soldier, you know, through various means and and maybe they made the made the decision for the right reasons. Maybe they didn't. But if nobody yeah. signed up to be a soldier or nobody or people refused to get drafted or whatever, you know, there wouldn't be these wars. Same kind of with policing. Maybe. Yeah.
0: I mean, I think that's a common argument with with both police and with with the military is that, like, oh, it's it's a way to get a good job. And it's like, hey, what if you're guaranteed a good job regardless? Like, what if you weren't – You know, a lot of people, when they sign up for the military, it's because they want to have healthcare, They want to yeah. go to school. Yeah. Like, that's bad. We shouldn't be forcing people into career tracks that they're not interested in because – they can't afford basic human rights. It's not
1: just that. I mean, it, career tracks they are not interested in would be, but would dying. be one thing. Yeah. That'd be one thing <laughs> if it's just like, ah, oh, damn, I had to become an accountant to get healthcare. But like, <laughs> yeah, you know,
0: point.
1: <laughs> they're going over there and, and shelling yeah, people shot and up. getting shelled. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's so,
0: bad. I don't think that's good. <laughs> and I
1: think, yeah, I think with the with the police, you know, uh, yeah, there's there are sympathetic cases and and situations where you're like, okay, well, this person maybe they did these things for the right reasons. Yeah. Maybe they aren't racist or or anything. Yeah. But I will
0: I will applaud the police chief of Houston who marched with the protesters. I think that was cool.
1: Yeah, that is a good action given the circumstances.
0: Yeah. I mean, I guess at the end of the day, it's like I, I think people have too much obsession with law and order. And maybe not so much our listeners, but definitely mainstream America saying, you know, you know, you can't break laws. I'm like, oh,
1: <laughs> what if the laws are bad? Yeah,
0: exactly. Uh, laws can be bad, guys. It was it was OK to like, I mean, you know, we used to not have interracial marriage. So like, yeah, you should break those laws.
1: Yeah. And, um, you know, oh, you shouldn't break the laws all the time. Sure. I I mean, I generally like can agree with that.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm not like murdering people. Don't
1: break most laws, you know.
0: Yeah, there's some basics that are good. Let's not murder. That sounds great. I guess what I, my point is, my point is that you know there's there's been a lot of talk about the the unrest this movement has um, sparked, and if you look back at even the the founding of this country, which was like, hey, let's let's not pay our taxes and start some riots. Let's like,
1: destroy. Let's destroy. Let's destroy property. One million dollars worth of uh, worth of tea, you know, exactly. in today's money, which is a you know that's, that's nothing to sneeze at
0: yeah that's a lot of money or but like even in like the what is it? oh god i'm gonna look like a dumbass in the constitution or the no the declaration of independence where they're like when a government isn't doing their job the people have a right to be like fuck you let's make our own that is a declaration
1: uh that is yeah the declaration yes, says, basically lays you out can that, keep that in yeah. i'm
0: okay with being a dumbass <laughs> but yeah i had to memorize part of that for eighth grade not to brag uh <laughs> But yeah, like it's it's enshrined in our history and in in, in more places than that too. Mm-hmm. Um, you know Stonewall, like queer people, sh- shut the fuck up about complaining about being anti-cop because Stonewall was like we decided like a black trans woman threw a brick and like there it was a fucking fight <laughs> for five days. Yeah, that... and it started because police came and busted up a gay bar. So like, get in line.
1: <laughs> Sorry, no, my turn to be an idiot. Was it no. like uh? a bar called stonewall or like a it was the stonewall place? inn
0: and it was like a known like it was, it was a open secret kind of gay club thing
1: okay all right
0: yeah um and you know that that worked i mean it didn't like immediately work it's not like hey gay Mar- yeah, marriage wh- is here now
1: what did it do though like you know how did it work
0: um it inspired a lot of i mean it basically inspired a lot of the gay movement as a whole so lots of organizations were founded after that um gay liberation front um glad p flag a lot of these groups um spun off of it basically all the activism in the 70s was very much inspired by that and they started demanding rights um is, you know you can draw a direct line to like what we have today so
1: like inspired it, it kicked things off
0: yeah, ever, It re- made people realize like this isn't okay, guys. <laughs> like we can't, we can't, you know, beat people up for being gay.
1: Yeah, and I think it's important that it wasn't uh, like you said, it wasn't overnight gay marriage or something, right? It was no. While it did kick off these organizations, it's not a pure like easy direct line of no, progress yeah, you know yeah exactly setbacks and everything but it it gets people going
0: it yeah it, it brings attention to your movement and it brings it it shows people how many of their how many of you there are and how fucking mad you are about it and i think that's valuable
1: yeah for sure uh, other examples include like the early labor movement um when they were first starting unions and everything There were horribly violent uh, confrontations between them and strikebreakers, but them and police and National Guard. Uh,
0: Wait, where was this?
1: uh, Mostly out in the West. uh, You have the Chicago uh, Haymarket riot in Haymarket Square. They they had a big demonstration. Uh, Labor unions were out there demonstrating for the eight hour workday. And uh, Um, when was this? This was in 1886. But no, the Haymarket Fair, like somebody ends up throwing a bomb at the police. No, Jesus. Nobody really knows, but they blame the anarchists and stuff. It was... Uh, it that's was, a big trend, huh? <laughs> yeah. So um, it was initially uh, people started celebrating International Workers' Day on May 1st to kind of commemorate this. Mm-hmm. And in the United States, we were like, you can't commemorate that because, you know, cops died. So that's why we have Labor okay. Day, not on May 1st. Okay. But there's other ones where basic, basically... Uh, There's something called the Ludlow Massacre where they were on strike. This is in oh, this is more recent than that. This was in 1914. Oh, damn! In the Ludlow Massacre, you had like coal miners in strike in, on strike in Colorado, and uh, they were like still living in the company towns or whatever, mm. and the company came and and burned it all down, burned their Jesus. like their camp.
0: Now, did uh, the company do it, or did they get cops to do it for them?
1: Uh, they, I think, had the company or strike breakers for them doing that but then the strike breakers when they fought back uh the colorado called out the national guard uh to fight them and the you you know the union strikers and everybody uh they didn't fucking back down you know they fought back against them you know they were fighting uh soldiers and shit doing that it was like a mini war out there
0: yeah um and definitely in future episodes we'll be covering like the u.s labor movement and you know some of these Movements in more detail. But we just wanted to get some context that, like, I I think a big reaction point to this is, like, you know, why can't these protests just be nonviolent? And it's because, like, this stuff works? (laughs)
1: It does, in a way. Yeah, like, rioting and violent protests, they show people uh, their power, their real raw power in numbers. Yeah. Yeah, and
0: a striking headline I saw was, I think it was from a cop or something, like, a, a police chief that was just, like there's more of them than there are of us and yeah, I was we're like, outnumbered uh-huh. four to one yeah <laughs> yeah i love that
1: uh yeah show them they're outnumbered the bad thing is what can happen after um because this can ultimately riots can provoke either reaction or reform
0: you know? i think that's that's my big concern is that people are going to come out of this like see this is bad
1: no <laughs> so no the right wing and uh more Boundless. wishy-washy liberals in the middle <laughs> will, and centrists, of course. Uh, everybody who's a law and order type will come out and they will say, this is why we need, you know, they might even be nice about it and say police reforms, but they're trying to give money to the cops or they're trying to, uh, the, you know, the meaner ones of them will say, we need to crack down on this lawlessness and whatever. They yeah. will try to do that,
0: you know, So, let's Before we get into that, let's get into you know i i think a lot of people are like okay it is looting okay basically you know like doesn't that affect small businesses i've seen a lot of coverage on like even black owned businesses in my neighborhood a um, a muslim in- immigrant's liquor store got looted and mm-hmm. like i know that guy he's a nice guy and i feel bad for him but yeah. like what what do we say about that i guess
1: ideal world we don't target Small businesses, black-owned businesses, minority. Yeah, because I laughed
0: my all. fucking ass off when Target got burned. I was like, "You deserve it. You were being a piece of shit. You're supporting like the the police department in town. You weren't selling milk to the protesters so they could wash their fucking eyes out. Which, by the way, milk doesn't work. Try baking soda and water. Oh, uh, there you go. But still, it, it's fucked up. You're like that was understandable.
1: Yeah, you know. Okay, so ideally, we would, you know, yeah, if we're running a very organized, disciplined riot,
0: <laughs> you do a Google.
1: <laughs> yeah, make sure that. You know, check the finances of every place that you're vandalizing <laughs> and make sure that they deserve it. But like
0: realistically do. that's not gonna happen because right yeah. is a riot.
1: Realistically it's a riot. You don't you're not it's not an organized discipline situation. It's, it's an nature. expression of uh anger, an imperfect one. Uh not an ideal one, uh I think it was right. The the quote going around from Martin Luther King is it's the cry of the unheard.
0: Yeah. And, like, you know, I, I think, again, to go back to our caveat, like, we are not black. We do not know the pain that these people have gone through.
1: Correct. Like, yeah.
0: it is an unimaginable to have your, your brothers and sisters and children and everyone in your life affected by this and, you know, killed by this and living your whole life in fear.
1: Getting murdered. Yeah. Yeah. Getting murdered. Getting murdered. Living in the fear of getting murdered. Having to raise your kids and tell them. Do these things so that you don't get murdered or so that you might not get, have a better chance not to get murdered. And even
0: then, doesn't matter. You could have Skittles in your pocket and someone thinks you look suspicious.
1: Even then you could be sleeping.
0: Yeah. You could be in your own fucking house.
1: Yeah. Sleeping. Yeah. So, yeah, there's a, I think when you put that up against, uh, when you put all that, all the emotion of this is constantly happening happening to you in a society that isn't doing anything about it.
0: Yeah, we know we did all this before.
1: Yeah, we can't. We should not blame people when they're in that situation. uh, At that point, yeah,
0: it's, it's, uh, it's, it's like a war mentality at that point. Understandably so. They've been fucking ravaged by this.
1: And when you come out to demonstrate, you know, and the cops come out to keep order, what they're doing, what they're actually coming out there to do is to protect, you know, make sure that you don't kill anyone or destroy anything. Mm -hmm. You want to thwart their goals unless you uh, want to get put up on charges for killing someone, especially a cop, or just die right there for trying to. Uh, The other middle, the other big middle finger you can give them is to bust up stuff around you. you Yeah. Um, Now, that said, you say, okay, well, yeah, we shouldn't target small businesses or black owned businesses or there should be exceptions. I definitely think ideally there should be. But the protection that they have is that they are covered buy insurance um yeah so like they're not going to you in most cases they probably haven't been put out in the street by this you know
0: yeah i, I think my question to, to people who bring that up is what's more important you know people's yeah. property or the systematic murder and oppression of black people
1: like, yeah um, ask yourself that <laughs> and i think it's telling
0: mm-hmm. are you equally mad about the other stuff <laughs> yeah at the very least <laughs>
1: like you know i you see the news coverage and everything uh on george floyd's murder and you know everyone's appalled N- everyone's nowhere near as panicked as they are now yeah uh you know you and don't like,
0: look, see let me be clear like i was freaked out by it honestly like my neighborhood got fucking trash it was it was a little bit scary but at the end of the day i'm still fucking mad about black people getting murdered more than i am about windows being busted <laughs> it's an inconvenience to me but like whatever i'll get over it
1: yeah property is on nowhere not even on the same scale
0: as, it's not as important as human life
1: yeah and that's it's where not. we differ that's where you know when uh, you know you might get some liberals to say that's sort of the same thing uh, but socialists and communists differ uh, from the mainstream of american politics when we say that yeah human life in any condition should be valued above property yeah. uh, when we were talking about incarceration and stuff um you know, so many people are in there for property crimes or drug yeah. crimes or something. Oh, and gosh, that's so you many know, drug crimes. And that's valuing property and stuff above those people's lives. Like that should change.
0: Yeah. So I think a big point or question is, you know, I think a lot of people are like, well, well, what's your idea? <laughs> so let's put on our fake president hats. All right. So how how would we fix this in um I can be president, you can be my chief of staff. What do you think about that?
1: okay i'm leo
0: you get to be leo mcgarry uh i get to be barlett but a a queer latinx gender queer person
1: socialist (laughs) barlett
0: yeah so not at all (laughs) our fake presidency all right here's what we don't do um i think a common response this is let's give more money to cops (laughs) yeah you
1: say let's give more money to cops chief of staff comes in no that's fucking bullshit don't do that
0: yeah so a lot of people, this we saw this happen after you know the riots and stuff in 2014 after um, in Ferguson, Ferguson and Baltimore was okay. Let's get them more body cams. Let's get them more trainings. Here's the problem with that. One is that doesn't fix everything, <laughs> even if they do that. Another one is a lot of time the way funding models work is police aren't really held accountable for how they spend money, like at all. They can buy whatever the fuck they want, and they can buy it real cheap. And you saw that happen after this. You saw in response to the protests in 2014, 15 cops militarized the fuck up. They bought tanks. They bought, butter, yeah. they bought crazy guns. They bought all kinds of shit.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, and when you, when you uh training, I was listening to a podcast that was talking about one of the people that they, that is frequently brought out to train police officers and even the FBI and stuff uh, is a, some sort of a, expert named dave grossman who uh who
0: <laughs> is he Grossman? was uh
1: maybe he's a former cop or something uh yeah oh i wrote a book called on killing gosh but um he's all about teaching cops and they also have him teach military and stuff how to be okay with killing
0: Ooh, listeners you can't see my face but it is concerned
1: says they shouldn't go out looking for people to kill because those who need killing the quote gangbangers terrorists and mass murderers will come to them
0: Machi machi.
1: All they need to do is be ready.
0: So that's uh, the mentality they're teaching is be ready to kill.
1: Yeah. It says, oh, uh, are you prepared to kill somebody? He asks me and the small group of armed citizens who paid $90 or more to see him. This is uh, an example of a, like a private thing he's running. But then he says, wow. quote, if you cannot answer that question, you should not be carrying a gun.
0: Ooh, wow. Wow.
1: But that would be the sort of training that they would fund with. Uh, yeah they don't you know because you're not tying any specific oh you have to spend it on this you're not even really tying it to you have to spend it on training like you said they're just they're
0: They're just giving the (laughs) money like the
1: avengers out there
0: oh Um, yeah it's great we got some fucking iron man cops out there i've seen a lot of tweets about this where like cops are you know looking like they're fucking voltron and then you know doctors don't even have masks yeah they're wearing
1: trash bags yeah
0: it's nuts yeah all right so we talked about what not to do just give more money to cops (laughs) So um, I think a lot of people's question is okay. Then what? Like, what? How can we not have cops?
1: Well, I don't know. How do you not have cops in general?
0: Well, I think I think that's the ultimate dream is to not have cops. So maybe we take a step back. What do you do? How do you help? And I, I think for me, that's restorative justice. What do you mean by that? So that encompasses a lot of things, mm-hmm. which um, we've kind of touched on earlier, which is bail reform, um, and prison reform and um, investing more into education and mental health. Honestly, I think a lot of issues would be solved by like having an adequate social safety net. So people don't have to do crime to like have money and, you know, you know, have a good living and, and or be forced into being a cop or in the military. I think that'd be great if we had healthcare and housing as a human right. Just an idea.
1: Yeah. There would a lot of the, a lot of the property crimes would go away. Drug, you know, offenses should be n- not things. Uh, yes, should be done to away address. with. And addiction problems should be treated in the health in you know in the exactly. health sphere rather than in the criminal sphere.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, definitely. Like marijuana reform for sure. <laughs> That's a really low, easy hanging fruit that we just won't fucking do.
1: I think uh, in terms of in terms of where there is incarceration, it should be done more of how they do it in is it Norway or. Finland know, or some, some sort of Scandinavian foods. place where it's basically like a dorm or something that people stay in. And the goal is not, hey, you did this bad thing. We're locking you up for this many years to it's punish It's not punitive. You. Yeah. Not punitive. You're trying to you, when you do lock someone away, you're saying this person cannot be safely in society like mm-hmm. or they'll kill somebody or they'll assault somebody, whatever. Right. Yeah. You're keeping them away from society, hoping to and trying to rehabilitate them so that they can one day be in society like a normal person which is strange for a lot of people like if you're sitting there saying but they killed somebody but they murdered somebody but they you know raped somebody those are all terrible things mm-hmm. and it's hard to kind of step back and say but we want to try to fix them i don't know that's that's hard for yeah people.
0: no i i agree i think people jump to those extremes first of all which i don't think is fair Because there's a ton of people in prison who aren't murderers and rapists. A lot of people. I would say most people. (laughs) Um, You know, drug offenses, like you said, property offenses, all kinds of stuff. Um, Yeah. So why don't we take care of them first if you're so concerned about murderers, which I get. And then once we have that, a good handle on that, we can turn to that, you know. And I, you know, this is going to sound petty and stupid. Uh, We're rewatching Avatar like a lot of people are. (laughs) Yeah. Because it's on Netflix and this is kind of a point they make in, in the, in the third season, they, um, you know, the whole premise of the show has been, you know, Aang has to, the main character Aang has to train up and master the elements so he can fight the big bad, the fire Lord. And at, and he is like, he was raised as a monk, so he's like very nonviolent. Um, and it's really interesting because, you know, it is a kid show. And so even in all the fight scenes, they, you know, no one dies. <laughs> they just like, They get they knocked
1: f- out. Yeah. Yeah. They, or you defeat. freeze
0: someone to a wall so they can't move you, whatever. You knock them off, basically. A lot yeah. of, a lot of KOs. But, um, you know, they're getting to the point, um, you know, spoilers for Avatar, but they're getting into the point where, you know, they had this big storyline about um, someone in their group wanted to seek revenge because someone, you know, stole their mother away or whatever. And she ended up not killing him. And he was like, I think you made the right choice. And then someone else was like, okay, are you going to kill the Fire Lord? And it's like, this guy was like, you know, leader of basically the Nazis, you know, like took over the world. Real piece of shit. Yeah. But at the end of the day, like, you know, big spoiler, he doesn't kill him. <laughs> yeah. So... Yeah, it it really makes you come to those individual questions of like, at the end of the day, are you willing to do that to another human being, even if they suck?
1: Yeah, it's rough, man. It's a you... hard
0: question, and I think people people love to make it personal and be like, okay, your your wife just got raped. What are you gonna do? And it's like right. you can't. You that's why you don't serve on the jury whenever your wife gets raped. Yeah, you can't be impartial about it.
1: Right. Yeah, and that's that's why it's not up to victims to sentence people because yeah, yeah that's you're right, bad. Like, in the moment, no one can blame you for wanting to, you know, wanting somebody to be executed for that. Sure, uh, that, of course, it It's be understandable. Decision. But yeah, no, I think that that's that's something we could do to to fix it is transition to a more restorative justice thing. Uh, one kind of more small scale, uh, not solution, I think, but something that would make policing as it stands today uh, less brutal, less and bad, racist. Uh, is if cops had to live where they police. Yeah. So a lot of cops in pla in, play, in uh, cities and stuff don't live in the cities proper where they are patrolling.
0: Are they like out in the suburbs or something yeah. or what? Yeah. Okay.
1: So they should have to. I mean Yeah. That way they're not viewing themselves subconsciously, maybe, but still yeah. they're not occupying they're not an occupying force. They know their neighbors. Are, yeah, they're are not are gonna people fucking who they murder they their with. neighbor. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Is I that think, called community policing? Is that what that is?
1: That may be involved in it, i'm no, we're, oh, yeah. we're not experts. We don't. Know. We're not good at this. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that would be good. I don't think uh, body cams really help. Uh, so many of them are switched off. You know, mm-hmm. most of the time, even if even when they do have them, there. Yeah.
0: Uh, There's know. lots of uh, mysterious malfunctions.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah. You know that can happen. <laughs> so I think those would help. I like the bail reform movement in terms of what it's doing now on the ground. Like it's really taking off because so many people are donating to the. Freedom Fund is it called? The Minnesota Freedom the, Fund. Yeah, and they have yeah. those around too, like they have them in Philly and in, in Yeah, New I'm going to look up and, a Dallas
0: one today and and switch my donation drive over to that.
1: Yeah. I think that's great. We we should continue to fund those to the maximum, you know, keep those flush yeah. so that I mean, cuz that that's that's effectively a community way of nullifying temporarily uh the practice of cash bail. Yeah, which, which is ridiculous. for people who
0: don't know, bail is whenever Explain bail
1: (laughs) Uh, bail is to get out of jail before your trial. Like the police arrest you. They say you robbed this bank and you're like, I want to talk to my lawyer. You get locked up. So Um, that's
0: the difference between jail and prison because I did not know that for a long time.
1: The same. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Jail is where they hold you before the trial and they're like, you know, you can pay bail. You pay them a certain amount of money and you can go home. And then if you just, you know, book it to Mexico or to, yeah, Wherever, yeah, Tibet. Uh, they keep that money, so you you know that sucks for you. Uh, yeah. So that's why you don't. That's why you don't skip out. It's a way to compel you to come back to court, but allow yeah. you to like stay in your house in that
0: meantime. Yeah. Time. Which but here's it's... the thing: on some level, it makes sense. Like, you don't want a murderer on the streets, but most of the people held on bail are nonviolent offenders.
1: Yeah, you got people in bail. They they had a warrant or something. They got picked up. They're in there. The bail is two hundred fifty dollars, but they're too poor. Nobody that they they don't know anybody who could put that up for them, and so yeah. they're stuck. Yeah and that's unfair like anything that's a that's a fine Okay, a fine just means it's legal for you to for do if people. you're rich enough. Yeah.
0: Yeah, if you're rich enough, Jeff Bezos could run every single stoplight in the country and be fine. Yeah,
1: he'd get his <laughs> he license revoked, and then he'd get a another ticket for driving without a license, and he'd be fine.
0: Yeah, he could <laughs> he could do infinite crime.
1: Yeah, it is legal for you to what do if, if you are rich enough. That's what a fine means. So if you're in favor of of, of fines, you got to understand that you're just saying we should only, we should legalize this for rich people and nobody else
0: yeah it's pretty shitty right, so think about that if you we've seen the instances where like this is clearly used as a money raising tool like for i was watching a movie yesterday where it was set in the 70s and um new york was like going bankrupt so they decided to crack down on traffic laws and shit and like mm-hmm. you know that's hard like a lot of people weren't used to that they're like oh i thought i could like park here and shit you know
1: yeah it's just unfair um it's yeah. unfair that the rich can can walk free from doing whatever and uh honestly everybody should get to do that because you know they're the only ones is what's unfair about it i don't mean to say that they should have to stay in jail
0: exactly and and i think these are the types of people who are also concerned with fairness in terms of like i worked for this like this this is my version of fairness where like you shouldn't be able to do something just because you're rich okay so some concrete actions you can take um look up bail funds in your area. Um, for those of you who don't know, I am, am like an illustrator. And so I'm doing, um, art commissions. You can donate to a bail fund and send me an email with a screenshot. Um, and I will draw you something. Um, you can, you can find me on Instagram if you want to know more about that. Um, a lot of other artists are doing this too. So
1: we can put it in the show notes too. Yeah. And, uh, get people's attention to that. I think another thing to do would be to, uh, I mean, it's just posting, but like retweet and stuff, share, uh, anything you you know come across amplify you know black voices in this in this
0: exactly like we life. we are not the experts here like no. we we are we're not just even on the ground out really. there like no
1: we're not you know find recordings like the the awful uh one of the uh, everyone should see every american should see the violence that's going on like that should be we no longer have the evening news broadcasts of of you know everybody sees the horrific events happening like it's all online you got to share that stuff
0: you know, well, okay, some caveats on that. Don't don't share protesters' faces. It's very dangerous for them. True. Yeah. They can get fired, they can get murdered, all kinds of stuff. Um, I would also not share like videos of black people being beat up or murdered because that's very traumatic for black people to have to see all over their timelines. That's true. Um, so be, be judicious about it. Don't just be like sharing everything. I don't know. Be be smart.
1: <laughs> that's a very good point. Yeah. Uh, do that.
0: But you can definitely, you can talk about it and yeah, amplify black voices for sure. They're, they are leading the way on this and, but we should, they shouldn't be doing it alone.
1: And this can't die down. Um, If we, if we have a few days of unrest um, and eventually everything fades out and everything, guess what? Just like last time when we had Baltimore or Ferguson, we're going to be in the same situation uh, yep. seven years from now, you know, five yep. years from now, uh, stay mad. The people in power have to be held accountable Longer than just this. If if yeah. we fade out after this, nothing's gonna happen.
0: Exactly. I, I think a lot of us, including myself, are guilty of that of like, okay, I'll I'll do I'll donate, I'll, you know, share stuff and then go back to my normal life in a few weeks.
1: Yeah. So. Exactly. And and same. Yeah, same. I'm in that same boat. Um it's the hot thing right now, so we're talking about <laughs> it, but later, you know, well yeah, I remember that.
0: Yeah. And that's something I, I want to be aware of on this podcast. I I have specifically started planning for future episodes where we do talk about race and gender and stuff like that. Cause I, I think a lot of left spaces are pretty white. Um, and, that's and, true. you know, are very much, you know, class before identity. And I, I think that's fair in some ways. Like, yeah, class is pretty important, but I, I want to be a welcoming space for, for minority voices. Um, so hold us accountable too. <laughs> We're doing our best. Yeah.
1: Yeah will be intersectional here because the same oppression that oppressed groups face is the same oppression that the working class faces so it's you know we we shouldn't be
0: it is all important yeah okay i think that kind of gives us a good a good start to our answer um why cops are bad there's a lot more we could go into detail on it but we wanted this to be kind of just a short kind of update on what's going on
1: yeah yeah um give you some things to think about, uh, kind of talk about some things that have been going through our minds, but
0: yeah, it's, it's been a lot. Um, I want another point to make. I think I've seen this kind of floating around is that I think it's natural to have a lot of feelings about this and to be anxious and, uh, depressed and stuff like that. Um, if you're a white person, try to try to not dump that on black people. They got enough going on right now. So, you know, talk to your other white friends about it, not publicly, you know, make your own space for that. If you need to, uh, you know, call your therapist. If you have one, I think that's fine. Take, do take care of yourselves, but also do the work. You can't just be scared and do nothing. <laughs> you gotta do something, Yeah. you know? And if you have a mental illness or, you know, a valid reason to not go out right now is COVID um, do something else, make some calls, donate, share, you know, there's different degrees that you can do.
1: For sure. Yeah. At the very least, Post. I mean, at the very least, yeah, post. That's the least that's, you can do. <laughs> you know, uh, post, so, yeah. share, be judicious about it, but um, you know, draw attention to it. Try to get people yeah, to don't let it die down. To uh, try to get people to help with the bail funds. Try to get people to get pissed about this because people yeah. should be pissed. Um, you know, like you said, yeah, a lot of other emotions. Sure, I agree. Uh, yeah, but we should have a righteous anger about what's happening. Yeah, uh, yeah. Communists and socialists should be fucking pissed about the brutality the police are inflicting on people who are demonstrated for sure okay I think we put a bow on it then
0: yeah yeah thanks for listening um, this is kind of a an ad hoc episode but as usual you can find us on social media we are at teach communism on Twitter at teach me communism on Instagram teach me communism at gmail.com if you want to send us a question if you want to send us more resources for this topic like we said we are not experts so please feel free to do that um, Sending yes. questions for future episodes, we love that. Um, we also love when you rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Yeah, we love I'm that. an old fart and keep wanting to say iTunes, but Apple Podcasts. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. R.I.P. iTunes.
0: R.I.P. iTunes. Um, but yeah. Um, thank you for listening. Um, thanks, Gray, for letting me process that with you. That was nice. I feel like yeah. I needed it.
1: Yeah, I I needed it too. I've been all over the stuff lately. Just yeah, stewing. it's a lot to take
0: in. Yeah. yeah. I kind of just have to put my phone away sometimes and just be like, okay, like, I mean, I I think that's tempting to do just to shut it out if you're privileged enough to do that, but you do have to talk about it. Yeah.
1: All right. All right. Well, until next time, uh, catch us Thursday, uh, on the next episode of teach me communism where the class struggle is always in session.
0: All right. Uh, keep us sleazy. Bye. Bye.